The year is 2003, Black Eyed Peas have just released the song Where Is The Love? It's Valentine's Weekend and Callum, where is the love for McInnes and scoring goals? That was a big stretch and um, there's no love, there is no love. We're putting in the same performance every single week, nothing new to say on it, it's terrible but if you want to stick around for it make sure you subscribe to the channel or follow us wherever you're listening. Uh, it was another boring, boring game wasn't it? Yeah, it really wasn't. Um, good, good shout on the the following and subscribing because we did we made it to two fifty subscribers. Thank you very much. Um, not thank you to the one person who decided to unfollow us after Friday's preview. Was it really that bad? Oh, if you uh, thought it was that bad, then you obviously didn't watch the ninety minutes either. But um, oh God, yeah, thousand worse. followers on the the Twitter page at RTG Podcast. But no, calm. Yeah. <laughs> It was absolutely dreadful. Um, will we be like Andrew Shiny and blame the weather for the game? I mean, we could. It didn't help, but at the same time, they've just been serving up the same performance uh, every time. So it doesn't really make much odds of the weather, I suppose. It's dreadful football regardless. And the thing is that the weather applies to both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully, you know, this review is going to actually last longer than two minutes and it's actually going to include some football chat. So... Football chat was two up top, Flo Camberry and Fraser Hornby. What was your thoughts on them two? Obviously, I think it was quite apparent they'd only had one day of training. Yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, there isn't much football to be speaking about. Um, Horn, Camberry maybe looked a little bit better than some of our strikers we've had this season, but not much better. Um, Hornby, yeah, looked he looks like a man who's not played for six months and has not trained the whole week uh, which is mm-hmm. but it does beg the question why would you include him but uh, here we are desperate times call for desperate measures we're needing a goal <coughs> oh that's going to have to get cut out <laughs> brilliant <laughs> I just leave this in <laughs> we're needing a goal and Fraser Hornby's he's trying uh, I think that's what we should put his free kick down to. Trying. Oh man! At first I was like, "Oh, that looked like a good hit." Then I saw the angle from like behind him. <laughs> I was like, "Nowhere near it." Absolutely miles away. I could have done better. Uh, yeah, yeah, we tried. That's about all we can say. Yeah, I had a Zoom call for the duration of the game with my friend Finlay in Australia, so it was nice to actually chat to someone throughout the game. Kind of what it would be like if we were at Pataudry. Although I think if we were at Pataudry, we'd have probably left up maybe not long after half time if that um and yeah the angle after the goal because he was like oh that looked close and we both fell about laughing when we saw the angle mm. from behind the goals so it was probably going nearer the corner flag than the goal mm-hmm. yeah i said to my dad I was like, oh, that's a good hit and then it wasn't a good hit <laughs> oh, at, not all. at all no um dean campbell came into midfield and we saw ross mccrory drop back into center half I actually thought Dean had a good game. Uh, got man of the match from Red TV. Yeah, I think deservedly so. Um, interestingly, wearing the Under Armour, so proves debunks our theory. Unfortunately, don't blame him though. Yesterday, yeah, true, <laughs> very true. No, he looked solid in there. He looked. That's one positive we can maybe take. Uh, he looked less anonymous than like Ferguson and McCrory have in recent weeks. That's about what, what we can say about it. But no, he looked solid. Didn't look out of place. Fine. Mm-hmm. An excellent ball through to Niall McGinn mm-hmm. in the first half, using the wind perfectly to flow it into McGinn, who I think sums up our recent games so far with that control. Mm. I mean, I think the whole thing did. He sort of it looked like he's looking for Hornby, 
and then it sort of sailed into McGinn's path and it's like, oh my God, that's a world of a ball. And then the man who we've been calling to start uh, just fell over it and it was embarrassing, but it was enjoyable nonetheless. Yeah, it was probably about one of the only things to stick out in that first half. And if for those of you on Twitter, if you follow um, JJ Bull, you'll notice he's done an analysis of the game um, briefly at full time. And it was a kind of slating of Red TV where he says, you know, there were some positive plays and he just totally debunked that theory. But he also highlights how good a game Dean Campbell had because, yes, he might have been anonymous, but he was looking for the ball and he no, was trying to actually get it forward. seems anonymous. No, no, no. I know, I know oh, what you okay, meant. Okay, um, okay. And you're meaning he wasn't as not anonymous compared to other okay, players. But, okay, okay. Um, I know Dean Campbell sometimes comes in for criticism ah, okay. yeah. um, on social media, but what JJ was saying was he might have appeared anonymous, but every time he was, you know, getting in space, he was looking for the ball and trying to trying to move us forward, mm-hmm. which is desperately what we're needing when we're trying to score goals. And maybe it's something that he's come in for criticism uh, before previously, maybe being a bit too safe. So that is encouraging to see, I suppose, if we can take any encouragement from the game at all, then it's probably that. Yeah, and I suppose, you know, someone that we we did say we'd start, Niall McGinn, we, we discussed their standing on the ball. Do you think that just showed his lack of match sharpness? Yeah, probably. And to be fair, it was it was probably quite a hard one to control considering the wind and all that. That's one time it probably could, you probably could do it. And the spin on the ball probably didn't help him. But uh, yeah, it was just funny. That, honestly, that and the uh, Fraser Hornby free kick misses are the only two things that stick out in my head from the whole game. And I think that just sums up Aberdeen just now that it's these absolutely tragic pieces of play mm-hmm. or control that, that are standing out in what's just been a sorry state of affairs the last five games. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we tried two up top. Um, <laughs> oh, I'll just leave them in, carry on. <laughs> um, we tried two up top and I, I don't really think it worked. I think it's quite evident that those two up top had one training session between them in the week leading up to the game. Yeah, it was very clear. There were misplaced passes between them and all that. Uh, to be fair, when the line came out, it was a bit like, okay, that's at least something that's a bit more positive. McGinn's in there as well. But then, it, yeah, it did. All that happiness and confidence was gone uh, within probably about 15 minutes of seeing, seeing how we were playing. Yeah, just um, not not enjoyable. Um, and... We didn't really do anything to change our setup throughout. Obviously, St Mirren were forced into changes um, through injury, mm-hmm. but we, we waited and waited, and we did eventually bring on uh, Col- Callum Hendry and Connor McLennan. I thought you say Colin um, McLennan. I was, like, <laughs> I was right. yeah. <laughs> um, both for again a game that really offered nothing. I felt those two offered nothing again. Yeah, basically. But at the same time, when you're giving them like 15 minutes, I mean, what are you expecting them to do? It's so it's so annoying how he, how late he leaves it when it's such a dull game. You could, if nothing changes at half from the like 10 minutes after half time, and they've clearly not taken whatever you've said at half time on board. Why would you not change it then? But here we are. It's the story of our season. Here we are. We're not in the dugout. He is. He yeah. got a vote of confidence. No one gives us any confidence, but hey ho. <laughs> I, I wish I was on a fat paycheck like him to do that yeah. sort of nonsense. And then another man not given a lot of time to make an impact, Ethan Ross. He got Even the Bruce Anderson treatment. 
Yeah, but what's the point in giving him that amount of length of time? Surely, okay, I can understand maybe, uh, no one give him like half an hour or whatever, but you could give him like 15 minutes or something when it's not going the way. What's the point? Well, not going our way. What's the point of giving him five minutes? And he did actually look a little bit more, a little bit sharp. He did try and make some things happen uh, in his short time on the ball. He looked a bit more direct, which is what we needed, but not enough time to make an impact shock horror. Yeah, and I think as well in a game in game yesterday when the conditions were the way they were, it's a game where the ball needs to be on the deck. Your mm-hmm. Ethan Rosses, your Connor McLennans, they like having the ball at their feet and running at defend like defenders. So why are you giving these guys limited game time to make that sort of impact? Um, yeah. yeah, just but that's just been a classic McInnes trait of of recent years: reluctance to change his his tactics. And it's funny that you mentioned Bruce Anderson as well. Scored in bags and assist at Hamilton. Meanwhile, we can't even score a goal. Yeah, it's I know he's uh, absolutely flying down at Aki's. So I wonder if there's a recall option in that oh, loan. God, imagine that would be nice. But no, I can't imagine we'll be stuck with Flo Camberry and Hornby Hoofball. Can't. Yeah. Um, at full time, um, it's safe to say, I think the general feeling now is there's not much anger. Uh, would you say, or did you feel angry at full time? No, I just, I, 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 I now can't be arsed in all honesty. I was like, oh, it's the same performance from the previous four weeks. Oh, well, it's just a different, it might be a draw we might win. Who, no, we might draw, we might lose. Nothing new to say. I'm just like, okay, I put on the rugby. That was shit. And then I put on the basketball later on and Miami Heat lost as well. So it's no not pressure going well. Castle for you then. <laughs> Oh, it's only Chelsea. Oh, God. Um, but, you know, you and Duthie had said the quite alarming thing is is it's apathy is taking over from anger. Mm-hmm. And arguably, that's worse. Yeah. Because if folk can't even get angry at the run of form we're in, mm-hmm. what hope do we have? It's interesting. I think uh, it looks kind of like the same way with Celtic as well right now, which is quite interesting that they sort of seemed... Angry to start with, there was a few banners and things, and now they're just like, oh, I was accepting it, and that's what we're doing. It's just like acceptance now that we're just this mediocre fodder and we're not going to achieve anything, but nobody really cares anymore because it's so easy to just switch off, go on to the next thing, or whatever. Typical, yeah, it's just exactly. not enjoyable. And speaking at all. of banners, there's actually been more banners outside Pataudry than we've oh scored God. goals at Pataudry this year, and, and one the of them was a McInnes now- one in one. Yeah, and on that McInnes in banner, that's fine. People are allowed their opinions, but folk are actually paying to get it's banners made in support yeah. for him. Yeah, um, you know, it's not just a, a bedsheet and sharpie job there. That was mm. someone was down at a reprographics company firing that mm. one out. Um, I'm sure it cost a few bob, but hey ho. Mm. Um, Severe lack of Remus CEO for my liking. I would like at least some <laughs> of that in there. I, I did. Mean, I did a, I, I did appreciate the tweet that said, now that Aberdeen have gone 463 minutes without a goal, is anyone else hoping that it gets to 619? That would be good. I do hope that's the case. I mean, I a nice niche wrestling that. reference there for you. I would like that. I'd take some comfort in that, uh, if anything. Um, also, it wouldn't surprise me if that was a... We found Derek McInnes' burner on Twitter, if that was a Derek McInnes banner. Or maybe Jack's been up north and put it up there outside yeah, Pataudry Jack's been up supporting his dad but um, the scary thing is if it does get to 619 minutes 
Um, that means our next two games are going to have to go goal um, without us scoring. So that's something to look forward to, folks. Yeah, I'd like to make it clear that we were joking about uh, the Jamakers thing, of course. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if I, I tweeted yesterday if someone from the future came and told me that uh, we just aren't going to score between now and the end of the season. I just I wouldn't even be shocked. I said, oh, okay, that's fine, and I'd accept it. So six one nine is not that far away. No, and I think for me, that's the alarming thing going back to the point that Ewan made about apathy coming through the support is I was the exact same as you at full time. Like, oh, well, it's just been the exact same as mm. we've watched the last four weeks. We now go and face a Celtic team that have won their last four games, come from behind today to beat St. Johnston. And it's at a parkhead as well. Like, what's there even to be excited about? Like... Yeah, I, I don't know if it'd been different if we were even going to games, but yeah, you just can't get excited. It's now for me, the sooner the season ends, the better. You know, mm-hmm. the talk in the press conference was we need to try and achieve third because of the importance that third potentially brings with the Scottish Cup. The manager got a um, vote of confidence from the directors mm-hmm. and... He just served up the same stale football that we've experienced the last four games. And if he said there was too much pressure on them for the Hibs game, surely he's then communicated that with the players saying there's no pressure. Go out and play your football. And that's what they've served up once again. Um, also, the conditions, Callum. The oh, conditions. Yeah, sorry. My bad, my bad. Also, are we playing Celtic away twice? I believe so, yeah. So... Who's going to be forking out money for that? I mean, come on. Well, actually, the interesting thing is Celtic tend not to offer away fans pay-per-view options anyway. Oh, um, okay. They certainly haven't to the likes of St. Johnston and uh, Ross County, um, from what I, I recall already earlier this season. Sign up to a Celtic one? Is that what we have to do? Or is it just season tickets or what? Who knows? I'm sure way. there'll be some streams on suitable yeah, websites um, that people know of. Yes, which we definitely don't condone. <laughs> No, and anyone paying to watch it yeah, more needs you, their head honestly, checked. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the only thing that's likely to be entertaining this week uh, coming up is Tuesday night's Q&A. Yeah, that will be interesting. I just I just want the Jaff Cake question to come up. Um, I can't imagine questions are going to be getting any better, but it's now probably at the stage, even with that, people aren't going to be asking like serious, hard-hitting questions. They are just like, alphabet spaghetti. Like it's and, <laughs> and that's the thing though the, the season just turned into a joke now yeah, like is, no yeah. one's no one cares anymore the sooner it's the sooner it's over the better we're just trundling along in mediocrity yeah and that's what I'm saying yeah the fact that like Michael text yesterday to say we don't even need to play and you still can't gain gain decent ground on us yes yeah. we gained a point but oh that's you know, Hibs aren't going to be running scared of that form we're in. I mean, we gained a point on uh, Livingston as well. I mean, don't forget. Come on. Oh, yes, I know. Sorry. But then, um, yeah, Dungeon United with a good win there will mm-hmm. be boosting their top six chances. Um, but I suppose, you know, the conditions will have played a part. Um, we've got a clean sheet though, Callum. Should we be positive about that as well as the yeah. likes of Dean Campbell's performance? Yeah, that's at least something. Um, I think that's probably more through the lack of threat from St Mirren because for all we didn't do they didn't do that much either and um, mm. a few decent runs from like Durmis and things but that was about it um, yeah, I mean, they had one decent chance yeah. in the first half that I remember Joe Lewis saving yeah. uh, even when Obika came on it didn't do as much as I was expecting which was obviously a relief 
Um, but yeah, it was just kind of a game of a few chances, few incidents, and yeah, move on next and try and see when we can next score a goal or create a half decent chance. Yeah, be because nice. I don't even remember. At least against Tibbs, there was there was half chances or we hit the bar. But mm. yesterday there was nothing clear cut that you no. thought oh, that should have should have gone in. And there was a couple of shots from range. Like I think Kennedy had a couple. Camberry had one. And that's all I can think of, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mike Kennedy came in for a lot of criticism uh, on social media yesterday. Did you did you kind of agree with that criticism? <sighs> Or is it just a case of just everyone's in the same boat? Just yeah, now? that's what I'm saying. Like whenever people get dropped or whatever, I'm just like, what have they done that's worse than like everyone else to warrant that? And I don't think he's done any worse than anyone else in honesty. And I think crossing as a whole was just a genuine nightmare yesterday. Mm-hmm. Just it's like uh, Stuart McCormie said on Twitter, it's like we just keep delivering these floaty, shitey crosses that it's just meat and drink for big huge defenders okay they can, might get caught up in the wind but surely whip a ball in you know with the wind and all that going on it might just take a nick off someone or we mm-hmm. might even be able to get on the end of it <laughs> that would be crazy stuff mm-hmm. why, why are they doing that instead of this floaty nonsense where it's just oh big six foot defender easy to hop up and head it away mm-hmm. what's the point definitely it's just it's just again you know it's what we touched on um, after the Hibs game it's a lack of identity it's lack of ideas from players and manager alike, we're just, we're a rudderless ship, to be honest. Yeah, it's going well, isn't it? This is, it, it, we are just saying the same thing week to week. It's only so many times we could do the same podcast after either a draw or a defeat. It's just, uh, so, yeah, tell so you, when we, come, when we come back at the end of, at the end of the week to review the Celtic game and preview um, mm, yeah. the Kilmarnock game, I'll tell you that's going to be interesting, especially looking towards the weekend the form of both ourselves and Kilmarnock yeah. at least we might have some like hilarious defending to talk about that might be entertaining at least yeah and I suppose we'll, we'll we'll go through the the Q&A as well and maybe discuss some interesting talking points from there and see if um, what questions Cormac answers I can't even be bothered watching it I'll probably watch on Wednesday to pass the time at work I mean yeah. on my lunch hour yes of course <laughs> business only and mm-hmm. um, looking ahead then to Wednesday, there's really not much to be confident about ahead of the trip to Parkhead, is there? No, they've even managed to dig out a few wins recently and today coming back from uh, goal down. There's no confidence whatsoever. And then if they go and steamroll us this Wednesday, then they'll just know that we they, they can do the exact same. You'd like to think any competent team would be like, OK, now we've got something a point to prove after that. Just, we know it's just going to be the exact same. We're just going to get absolutely steamrolled. Yeah, I kind of... It's really frustrating because I really feel the game on Wednesday is just going to be one of those free hits. I know it's a game in hand, but mm. we're not expecting anything from it. So we go in with no expectation. We go in with yeah. no hope. And it's it's terrible feeling like that going into a game against the old firm. Mm. But it's what the season's become. I mean, yeah. our record at Parkhead in the league generally is pretty atrocious mm-hmm. um, let alone in going there in the form we're in just now we would be as well just going absolutely hell for leather at them because their defence is genuinely awful and we've got nothing to lose we're not expecting to get anything from it so mm-hmm. we'd be as well just throwing the kitchen sink at them and hoping for the best because I mean, they do have Shane Duffy etc 
at the back. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's. But then in saying that, their defence is ropey and has been giving up goals this season. But we need to be in a position to create and take these chances when they arise. And right now, I've seen nothing from our strike force to encourage mm. me or anyone else tuning in that we're likely to do that. That's what I'm saying. Just go helpful, either direct. Uh, run at them all that kind of stuff because that's when they poo the bed but worryingly they also poo the bed was from set pieces and we know how bad we are at mm. attacking set pieces and defending them as well yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see how the game pans out certainly but um, like I said 463 minutes without a goal um, now and also we've now ticked over 1100 minutes without a striker scoring from open play uh, no goal on Wednesday would be a new club record. I'm down for that. Just for a statistic we can use. Yeah. I, well, you know, taking from the Red Final who tweeted out saying that it was first well, we went five games without a goal in 1905, then 1973, and then last year. So it's twice in the space of 12 months we've gone five games without a goal. Something is not working. We've changed the whole strike force in that year as well. We've not changed one consistent though, yeah. but we'll see how that vote of confidence transpires. Yeah. It's almost as if the personnel on the pitch aren't the problem. <laughs> maybe some tactics and direction from the touchline would maybe not go amiss, but who, who, what do we know, I guess? What do yeah. we know? I was yeah. actually speaking You're- to... Sorry, I was actually speaking to... Uh, a Rangers fan, I know, God forbid, uh, guy I know, and he was just relaying the exact same stuff that we've been saying. And obviously, this man doesn't watch us week in, week out, but if he can see that kind of thing, mm-hmm. I mean, goodness sake, how can some people? Why, how can people not at the club not? Well, you look at you look at our review last week after the the Hibs defeat when Michael said how isolated you want to make your strikers. Mm-hmm. Even one of my friends was watching. He, he actually switched off after twenty five minutes. He said, "I don't know how you can watch this week in week out because it's terrible." Mm-hmm. But he said Hornby's so isolated up top, and that was then playing with a two. So we can't even get the balls to our striker. We can't even offer support. How do how do we expect to score? Mm-hmm. And it's just eh, fed up, honestly. Mm. The sooner the season ends, the better, because it's just it's not enjoyable. Mm. It's not fun. It's not entertaining. Honestly, the sooner the better weather comes and no football comes. You know, we were chomping at the bit for football to come back. I know. I can't wait for it to end. It's never a chore. But not only that, not only Michael, uh, the guy I've been to as well, and but we've also had a few comments from people we don't even know. I think a Hibs fan, a Celtic fan, they've left their thoughts down below, which you can also do on YouTube or tweet us. That's so. There you go. Um, mm-hmm. But they've been saying the exact same things, but it's just like. It's just, I don't know what's going on with Aberdeen and that kind of thing. If they can see it and they're not tuning into us every single week and they know it, I mean, how can I? Yeah, that's, it's, it's, I think it's worse when opposition fans can see it. Can yeah, see so it's, the problem at your own club. So it's not just us up on our high horse expecting the world. It's genuinely happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's worse when other teams from outside of your own camp can see issues. And yeah, it's, it's concerning, but... We, we all know deep down nothing is going to change no matter how bad it gets. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that would enforce a change would be no European football next season. But Which that's is nearly just impossible my, my just now. 
Yeah, exactly. Especially if the Scottish Cup was to be cancelled as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, we'll be back at the end of the week. Um, looking back, I was in a uh, yeah, looking back on the Celtic game mm-hmm. and trying to look forward to the Kilmarnock game. I mean, you just need to look at the form table to know that that game's not going to be an exciting game of football. Mm-hmm. You just need to look at the both teams' inability to score to know that that's not going to be an entertaining game of football. But we'll try our best to, to build it up nicely. And any history other than a stick out 5 1 uh, win of games for, of Tony Wright versus Derek McInnes, just look at those to know it's not going to be good. Yeah, exactly. And then just, just a final point. Um, just as a, as a way of interest, it'd be good to hear people's opinions. You can comment down below, as Callum's already touched on, or tweet us. If you'd like us to do a watch-along on one of the games this season, <laughs> Callum's shaking his head at the thought of that, but you know, there's been a lot of comments um, yesterday I saw on the Red TV coverage. Uh, Keith Monroe said, do you want to do a drinking game? and take a shot every time they mention the conditions. <laughs> and uh, I think you'd have been on the floor by halftime if you if you applied those rules. But as something different, you know, obviously we can't do the commentary at Tawdry. Um, but, you know, we could always do a watch along live on the YouTube channel. So if it's something you'd maybe find interesting, then why don't let you let us know? That sounds like my hell on earth. I like to make that abundantly clear. Um, I, it might be enjoyable. You might get to hear very honest opinions that you don't often hear. But we'd have to pay attention for 90 minutes. That's the problem. <laughs> but if you look at the likes of Gogsy doing it for Motherwell, he, sing, he sits doing live and drinks. So we'll just sit and get drunk for 90 minutes watching Aberdeen. I've been drunk twice in the last nine months, Glenn. What are you trying to do to me here? <laughs> So if you'd like to see Calm drunk in 90 minutes, then comment below. Don't encourage this sort of behaviour. <laughs> Stay safe. Yeah, Fed up. Drink and gamble responsibly. <laughs> Very true. But I think on that note, that you know, you've made me sad at the thought of that, we should probably leave it there, shall we? I think we shall. Well, don't forget to subscribe, as we mentioned a few times. Follow us wherever, wherever you're listening. On Twitter as well. Thank you very, very much for tuning in. Hope you've enjoyed it. And thank you very much for to Skylights for letting us use YRA as our intro and outro music. I fumbled my way through it. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs>